and we'll take a few minutes. Hello, we are live. We're going to share this in some groups as we laugh at Amanda making fun of me and all my technology. Oh, but no, but like with love, because you're right. I mean, if it was me, we'd have like a campfire for lighting because I'd be like, I don't know how electricity works. <laughs> I know. And I would be there cringing and going, it's not that hard. <laughs> you know, I actually think about this sometimes because my brain's weird and so like I imagine like a, a, a very dystopian society where it's like we've lost everything and it would be like you're there you know these things existed once like refrigerators and like power but I'd be like I know it existed I have no idea how to make it work like if you were like can you make a potato battery I'd be like I don't remember how so no <laughs> Run your business for you though in this dystopian society. I'll make sure that you're you're doing it. I'm gonna be a pain for a second. I know we're alive, but I gotta mute for a minute because the school are, the school are calling me. So oh great, no problem. This, this is, is how, real life this is our, here. Yeah, this is how we roll. Um, if you're just joining us, hello, 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 happy Tuesday, and welcome back. This, if you're not. If you don't know what the hell is going on right now, neither do we. But this is the Is It Though podcast. Um, we're going to jump into it in just a second. But we're just waiting on a few people to join. We're sharing to some groups. Sophie's talking to her school. You know, we're doing all the things. This is um, real and, life. Yeah. And Amanda and I are just talking about how, you know, I live in the 28th century and she lives in the 17th century. That's generous. That's um in other words amanda is tech is not amanda's thing that's fine tech is very much my thing there's probably a lot of insecurity behind that for me i don't know i'm hiding behind my gadgets but that's okay we're not going to dive into me today yeah i was going to say that goes both ways i mean okay. i've said this yeah <laughs> yeah when i switched from an iphone to android i cried so like in a mall publicly. So like there's, there's. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, all right. Shall we do this thing? We're going to jump in today to some lots of fun. We're going to jump into a really hot topic, something that we're all chomping at the bit. Uh, and that is what's up today. Let's do this. Hello, bonjour, good day. Welcome to the Is It Thou podcast, where we, oh my gosh, this is this would have been a good time for me to have the tagline in front of me. Uh, what do we do? What this do is the tech thing. This is the tech. Guys, you got to pay attention. Like, Tony needs the gadgets. It's here it is. Cute. I love here it, it is. You. Anyway, the yes, it is very true. I do need it. Did you say teleprompter? That's yeah. Teleprompter. <laughs> I love the, the accent. Teleprompter. All right. Um, this is an open-ended convo exposing the ass end of the online coaching industry and beyond. Yeah. Um, and it's available here on Facebook, on our YouTube channel, and wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Tony Babcock. I am the founder and CEO of The Present You, Inc., and the co-founder of the No BS Biz Co. Limited. And I'm the other co-founder of the No BS Biz Co. Limited and the CEO of The Infinite Power of You, Inc., and Sophie B's business partner for the amazing Consistent Cash and Clients, which is out there. I was going to say a word I shouldn't say on 
camera, but like doing nasty things to the coaching industries. But okay. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just kind of what it's doing, right? I mean, yeah. So I'm the other half of that duo, and uh, we're we're doing it ethically. We're ethically fucking up the industry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and at. who are you? Tell us. We don't know. I mean, oh, we, right. know, but... we know. We know. We know. Yeah, <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I do too. Like just literally <laughs> my own stuff, right? It's like everything going on. Well, I'm Sophie B. And like I said, I'm the other the other side of the CCC duo. Um, and also magnetic marketing is is my thing online. So you're gonna find me there and all coaching, marketing, all the things and content. Love talking about content. <laughs> yes, for sure. And you know, between the three of us. First of all, we all are having an amazing online business love affair. We love each other. We're, we've been very much comrades for each other. Um, and then we're also kind of, we span across different disciplines as well. Um, I tend to be more in the NLP life coaching improv world. Amanda's uh, the queen of sales. If you haven't, I mean, you already know that everyone on earth knows Amanda Rose because of that. And, uh, and of course, as Sophie said, marketing maven. Um <laughs> And I like tech. But anyway, today we're going to jump into uh, a really hot topic that's going on right now, uh, which is comment sections and uh, online bullying in the online coaching space and beyond. Um, you know, it's a little bit like, uh, what's that saying? You know, it's sort of like asshole, an asshole. Everyone has one an opinion. I, I don't know. I butchered that. But uh, <laughs> I used this line last night. Like, it's like kind of yeah. Exactly you know, it's like everyone has one. Sometimes they just stink. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. listen, like, let's, we're going to dive into it today. I mean, there's lots of thoughts on this. Like, you know, I'm all for open communication and freedom of speech. And I'm all for, um, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Contrast. Opinions? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Division, contrast, all that. In terms of I'm all for, you know, we learn through other people's opinions. But how far is too far? Is there a line? And have we crossed it? Um, is it easier to be a keyboard warrior? Um, and we're going to sort of get the online coaching space viewpoint of that. So let's do it. Anyone have a opening thoughts on this? I do. You know what? I do. I do. I do. I do. Because this has like been so like in my head for the last few days because it's just been everywhere to the point that I'm just like, I don't know, maybe it's the reflector in me that just is like, kind of how I was like the collective needs to know about this right now but so I was like scrolling the other day you know I think it was on Instagram and this woman she posted about like you know she was just doing her thing sharing her like how she's made like a couple million dollars whatever it is and she's sharing the like and she I mean she shares kind of more of the financial pieces to it right but there she is in her like jeans and t-shirt doing her thing and I scroll through the comments and it's just like a whole bunch of men if you were a millionaire, you'd be able to afford a gym membership. If you were a millionaire, you'd be able to have a private chef. And I'm like, wait a second, how did what she was doing, which is empowering women to make more money, turn into a body shaming thing? Also, kind of open a whole can of worms. It's like, in this day and age, like not poo-pooing a million dollars, but nobody's really retiring, retiring on that anymore, right? So this whole thing just turned into this whole body shaming, fat shaming thing. And I was like, this woman wasn't even that big, right? So mm. it's like, and, and I just started noticing, I think like, you know, not just the comment sections, but how the, I think, you know, without stereotyping the whole industry, I think coaching 
industry does typically tend to attract people who have been through something, mm. right? Something traumatic, something along the line. And, you know, we're, we're all human and we have these like, you know, sometimes wounds that are unhealed and all things like is healing ever really done? No, right? But I think what's interesting about it is that it's kind of turned into this like high school bullying thing, right? Especially with content. And you know, I don't, I'm not saying that I'm immune to this either. Like I've done it as well. I've responded in ways that I'm like totally like, F you. Right? In, in, in a sort of a more of a, what's the word? Like a not so out there way. But if someone's, you know, something has an opinion about something and it's really kind of harsh, sometimes I'm like, well, I don't agree with that. Is that bullying? No, maybe not. But I have seen this in a bullying context where, you know, coaches sometimes they'll, will dive into bullying their clients through content oh. or they'll dive into bullying other coaches through content. And I think there's like, when you're standing against an entire methodology, that's one thing. But when you are pinpointing things that are so darn obvious, like I've seen like a couple coaches before, like go at it, like back and forth with content. I'm like, this is just next level bullying. You're just putting it in content. And yeah. anyway, kind of, kind of crossed a few subjects there, but it's been something recently I've seen a lot of, and I was actually just having a conversation with someone who is being outright bullied online. Like someone is actually taking it to the extreme of calling her out, putting her address online, like putting content has made her account about her. And it's like, you know, where's the line, right? Where does that line come in where it's an opinion versus a full on, you know, bullying versus a full on campaign to take someone down. So that's my starting line. Is this something that like, urgh. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it, that it really does cross a line at this point when it's not about the ideology, but it's about you, the person. Like then it, it's this outright attack. And I, I don't know anybody in the online space that hasn't experienced this at some point, like where it's just somebody's either come at you or or something really shitty like I mean anybody who's been in my world for like four-ish years remembers like I had a coach totally come at me did it did an, a one-hour live didn't say my name but it was like fucking obvious this fucking shit that she was talking about me and she did this to her clients too and uh, you know has hop skipped and jumped through like six different iterations of her business since then big fucking surprise you burn through people <laughs> like that but it's like oh my god like it's so fucked up like you know for me for my sanity i just like blocked her and moved on with my life but so many people with you would get really caught up in that and feel really wounded and injured and all of these things for a very long period of time not to say that i didn't have my processing and i was totally dysregulated for a while because it was really fucking mean mm -hmm. but it's it's something where it's like why are you, like there's better ways to get visibility that you like, just being a straight up cunt doesn't make you a good person plus people start to recognize it like i think the thing when polarity came out was a, a wonderful thing and a terrible thing all at the same time to be like you know speak your truth and yes opinions are important like what do you stand for what do you stand against like this is something that is integral in messaging but it got to the point where it's like bullies got a free pass it's like be a jackass and get an audience for being a jackass and they were like yeah my true self can come out yeah 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 you're showing your ass to the whole world but then people got wise to it where it was like oh this isn't fun anymore like you're actually a jackass and so they started to lose their following which i think is wonderful but we still see these cycles happen 
I think, you know, like I think this is this is one of those it's it though moments because <laughs> it's this visibility thing, right? It's like the expectation of, well, when you get big, if you don't have one hater, you're not big enough, right? It's like, are we normalizing the fact that you're gonna get haters and that's okay? Right? Mm. Like it's so <laughs> Yeah. This kind of ties, and this is why everyone is Tony too, right? It's like because when you're gonna be visible, when you're gonna be big big and you're gonna get out there in front of people. The part that you were talking about, the, the you know, regulating your emotions, like learning how to do that. That's why that's why everyone needs to learn from Tony how to actually do that. So you can be big and bold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, I, it, it, you know, that was going to be my sort of standpoint on this whole thing, right? Which is that this all comes down to nervous system dysregulation, emotional. Dis I mean, this is why these comments are happening, right? I think, you know, what we're looking at, like both sides of this, right? The side of people that feel like they need to take vengeance when they disagree with something um, and the side of people who, when they do face that adversity, tend to shut down, right? Like if you're, if you're shutting down your business or playing small because of comments or, or people, you know, pointing out insecurities, then, you know, you're always going to sort of be a victim to your emotions at the same time. You know, I think we have this, this sort of, um, responsibility as an industry to stop like to Sophie's point stop normalizing uh this whole hater thing I think a lot of people you know I always think about it like would you walk up to someone at a, a party or a networking event and say what you said in the comments <laughs> underneath their video or post of course not right so there's this sort of like there's almost like a cowardice to it where it's like you know if I can if I'm behind here posting then I'm not seen now here's the other thing right like it's so easy to villainize haters, right? Of course. Yeah. But it's a different story to like check ourselves and be like, well, like what makes me do this kind of shit, right? Like what makes me want to do this kind of shit? Because we all have moments where we're like, I'll show you, bitch, right? And we're like, you would get into that that vibe. And I think like for me anyway, these are the moments I've really been working on. Like, okay, take a, like, even if I can just be like, take a pause for 10 minutes and, you know, close my eyes and take a breath and ask myself like, you know, if I'm like, this is, you know, this is, this is the worst thing that's ever happened or this person's a, an asshole. I'm like, are they though? Is it though? Is that really what's going on? Right. And I think like, you know, often when we have people say shit and it really pisses us off, you know, not often always it's because it leans into something in us that we that we don't like right mm -hmm. and so i think there's two parts to this this is why this conversation is so interesting because like there's two sides to this there's the there's the let's call this shit out because people are being assholes and there's also the like globally speaking we live in a world here's the beyond globally speaking we live in a world right now of extreme division um you know we're in we're in times of war we're in like there's a lot of division happening right now there's a lot of people disconnected from each other um and i really do think social media and comment sections perpetuate it and make it worse and i think we need to have a bigger conversation about like what kind of world do we want to live in and that's the great thing about being a coach is that you know we're oh <laughs> um <Heck. laughs> too much tech it's the tech the tech got in the way um that's the great thing about being a coach is that we have tech is that we have this ability to connect people and remind people of like what's really really important um, i thought honey was gonna say see amanda was bullying me about my tech earlier and now i'm ruining it <laughs> 
Oh my god, but you know what? Intention, right? Like, that's so funny you brought that up, because I love when Amanda bullies me. But that's the thing, like, intention, right? Like, <laughs> intention is everything. And humor is, like, you know, it's a different story. You know, I've been saying to Amanda now, whenever someone cold DMs me or makes a comment um, that is kind of crusty, I'll use humor, right? I'll, you know, like, I think someone had said... Um, what was the recent one? Someone had said uh, underneath one of my posts, like, I think I posted about like getting some weird badge on Facebook or something. It was like, you get this like participation, but I don't know what it was. I just literally shared it. And was, like, I like to celebrate. Right. And the person was like, person was like, literally everyone gets that it's offered to everyone. Right. <laughs> and uh, I imagine that was his voice. Um, but instead of being like, well, this is a big moment for me and screw you. Da, 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 I was like, you really know how to make a girl feel special. That was my response, <laughs> right? Like, and it's, I love these big companies that take that approach where it's like funny and humorous, but also a little bit of a, like a jab. Um, and I really think that's a really good way to deal with this kind of stuff because it it's sort of, it's like, are we all taking this way too seriously? Well, I think the other thing too, though, I mean, coaches have a really, when I say coaches, everybody has this ability, right? But it's something the coaches are actually trained to do. A good, you know, good coaches will ask questions. Right. So oftentimes when I'm like, you know, triggered by a comment, my initial reaction is like, right. And you're wanting to, do I be sarcastic back? Do I be funny back? Do I say F you back? Like, Rrr. but then when you do take that step back, you're like, okay, hurt people, hurt people. Where's the pain? There it is. Oh yeah. Okay. What do I need to know next? Right. Like what's the bigger picture? What's the other perspective? Where's the compassionate things? Cause nine out of 10 times, a simple question changes the entire narrative anyway. And once that question gets asked, all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're not actually a jerk. You just didn't understand the whole thing. Like, <laughs> so I think we ask more questions in the comment section, right? It's like, versus just going at something. I think the ones that are really interesting though, isn't just the ones that are, you know, you can see misunderstandings and how they kind of develop and blow up and turn into this thing that they never needed to be just through simple misunderstanding of two people not wanting or willing to see the other perspective. But the ones that kind of really baffle me are the ones that are just totally off topic, right? It's like, all of a sudden I'm going to attack you. It's like, I'm going to attack you because you've, you know, you've got green contact lenses or something. I don't know. Like, it's like some weird thing that had nothing to do with the subject matter. And it's like, it's like, where, where's the design in this? Like, what's, what's the point of this? Where did this, where is this come? Like, I feel like there's just so many layers to get through at that point. But, but I also think it goes deeper and saying, you know, like, well, the advice we get is just ignore them, ignore the haters and sure, don't feed into that energy. But why are they doing it in the first place, right? Probably, and I'm just taking, taking an educated guess here, is they're not feeling seen and heard themselves. Right? So it's, it's, yeah, like, yeah. I, like, I love that you say that because it's, they usually show up on content that's exploding with visibility anyway, that has a lot of comments, that has a lot of views. And I think it's interesting because it's almost like nobody's looking at my platform, so I'll use yours and I'm going to just vomit my opinion all over this as a as a way to be seen by your audience and it's mm -hmm. it's fascinating i think the other aspect there is people are making judgments like it, it, a lot of the time on like those one liner like color block posts but even if you're looking at a longer post an idea is so deep like unless you wrote a book about it to really explain your full ideation behind it 
you're only getting a sliver of somebody's viewpoint on that topic. Like posts really at the end of the day, you're not that fucking deep. So people are making these wild assumptions based on very little information that's been put out there and being like, you're a jackass, where it's like, no, we actually have the exact same viewpoint, but I'm sharing one little piece of my opinion on this without going into explaining 8 billion other points about it because it's a post. <laughs> just like come on guys <laughs> yeah well and i think that's just the thing right is that social media is this this interesting zeitgeist where it's given us this unlimited platform and when i say us i mean everyone right like it is very much uh you know in many ways a level playing field in the sense of um you know everyone has the ability to go on there and make an opinion right and i think one thing that we've forgotten how to do uh, as as a society is to be discerning, is to understand that not all comments are equal, right? Not all information is true. And I think sometimes what we do is we get on there and we sort of look for, like we, we unconsciously, subconsciously go onto social and look for adversity. Like we look for something to prove wrong. And I think we do that because we want control, right? And I think in the, in the coaching world specifically, what ends up happening is we go on there and we feel insecure and we look for what other people are doing. We're constantly looking, comparing ourselves. We get comparisonitis, right? Where we're like, oh, this person's doing that, this person's doing that. And we feel really sort of torn on what we do next and more and more it's like intuition is so important right because the the challenge with um the challenge with what i call like running your business by default uh versus by design the challenge with default is that you're sort of just bouncing around trying things but behind that you're not really confident in anything you're doing you're just trying to do things you know to see what sticks and the challenge is the minute someone makes a comment and it's sort of connects to a shame point in you it's almost like you're going i knew it i knew that i wasn't good enough right versus like taking the time each day to being like living by de by design taking the time each morning even if you have to do it through gritted teeth in five minutes if you don't have the time and go like what do i actually want today what's my desire what is my focus what it what is my impact like even just visualizing like every morning i visualize the you know the be do have which amanda talks about a lot and i love which is we've got to be that person we want to be in order to do the things we need to do to have what we want most people try to have things first and then they will be the best of themselves and that doesn't work so design is like okay i've got this i'm you know i'm enough i'm good enough i've got i know what i'm doing you know i'm really i stand by this i'm excited about this offer i'm putting out there and then you know it's a very different way to approach posting it's going to be a sign of a different vibe behind it and when you get haters it's going to be more like, you know, almost like feeling sorry for them. Like, I'm sorry that you don't see the power of this, of this, uh, this offer of what I'm doing. So it's, it's like an opportunity too, right? It's an opportunity mm -hmm. and someone pops up. And I think this is like something, it's like the microwave of building awareness, right? It's like when someone comments and all you're like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden, like you get that pang of, oh, they, I think a lot of people, the response is, I got to defend myself, right? It's like, I got to defend myself. I got to get right in there. But we have every one of these comments is like an opportunity to be like, how do I want to show up right now? And it, it's interesting because you're talking about control. And I think, you know, every most people have somewhere in their life, some need or want for control somewhere, right? And the more anxious we are, the more we need or feel like we need to, you know, control our external world. And it feels really, I think, empowering for two and a half seconds when you're like keyword, keyword 
board warrior and back and be like, where are you piece of crap or whatever it is you're going to respond with, right? But then it's like, then it brings on, or at least for me, it's like all those feelings of, oh my gosh, what have I done? Like, that wasn't nice to do versus when you actually take a minute, right? Or 30 seconds or five minutes or however long it takes to bring awareness to the, the whole picture, right? The whole situation and go, okay, how do I actually want to handle this situation? How do I want to show up? How do I want to, you know, be in this moment, all the things? There is so much power. It is so empowering when you choose consciously how to, you know, react or not even react, but respond from a place of compassion and the bigger picture versus that place of reaction when you're like, and by the way, this is coming from like an absolutely emotionally bust, like emotional basket case, like previously. my default for most of my life was to react, not respond. So this yeah. is something that's taken a lot of time to bring awareness to, to be like, you know, very intentional to be like, okay. And I think it's really, it's this is kind of part of the journey, right? It's like continuously, continuously bringing awareness to that and, and, you know, living in alignment with that when it's not natural, right? I didn't grow up being like, I'm a responsive person. I'm going to think about everything I do and all things like, no, I got suspended for school for reacting. Like <laughs> that was not in, that was not how I grew up. So like, you know, but, but it's an opportunity to kind of, it's, it's kind of a, a safe ish, right? Because you, like we say they're safe behind their screen commenting and stuff, but so are we, right? Mm. We, safe Mm -hmm. in our houses too and behind our screen to say okay let me process this like someone didn't just come at me in a supermarket here I can literally put my phone down on my computer I can handle this but I think the the piece is like okay but how are you going to handle that and it's always a choice even when it doesn't you know even doesn't feel like one so yeah you know I think ultimately like when people come on and they're like you know a hater in your comments we've triggered something in them like that's that's the big thing that I think we always have to remember is yes, it's coming across as an attack, but it's because they're feeling this need to defend. And there was this, and I, I wish I could remember exactly who it was. Like Oprah was having a conversation with somebody, and I remember listening to it, and they were talking about how everybody has thorns. And it's like, you know, our our deepest pain points, et cetera. And if somebody touches that thorn, it sends a ripple through your body of pain. And so they're just reacting to that pain because most people don't have the self-awareness as you talked about Sophie like most people go around react 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 and then we have that opportunity because they go right back and they're like I'm gonna hit your thorn and we're like whoa that hurt like um and then we have to take a second to either go I'm gonna hit yours again or that hurts I need a second I'm gonna take a deep breath we're gonna figure out what the fuck's going on (laughs) totally okay this is a perfect moment for the interruption of, you know what I'm going to do. The are you though moment. Um, and uh, and this is where we take a moment. We have heavy things we're talking about. Tony, you Second. quiet. Your music took over. <laughs> have a detect day. There. Is that better? Is that better? Can you hear me now? I feel like I jinxed you. I'm so sorry. You did. Can you hear me now? No, you didn't. Of course not. <laughs> but you did. Um, <laughs> okay, as I was saying, this is the are you though moment where we take a moment. We're talking about heavy stuff. Let's take a little interruption for ourselves. Uh, do whatever you need to do. Sit back, feet on the floor, uh, back on the chair. Get yourself just present in the moment. 
And we're going to take a couple of breaths and then we're going to look at something called bellows breath, which is so cool. And it's really helpful breath work technique for what we're talking about. Um, so first of all, let's just breathe normally. We'll just breathe in for four. Expand your stomach, hold it for four. And out for four. Yeah, I love that, Sophie. If you have any like kinks in your neck or shoulders, just roll them out. And it might help to close your eyes for this because it's a little bit of a visualization, but just visualize a thorn. I love that Amanda brought up thorn. Visualize a thorn inside of you, something that has gotten triggered recently by something you've read, something you've seen, and just isolate where it is in your body and send it some air. Breathe in for four, hold for four, out for four. One more time, in for four, hold out. So we're going to take this into something called bellows breath, which is very much borrowed from the world of yoga. But essentially what it looks like is you're going to allow your breathing to fall naturally for a second. And in a moment, you're going to keep your mouth closed and you're going to rapidly inhale and exhale through your nose and you're going to do it 10 times. So essentially it'll be five inhales, five exhales, but it'll be inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, all the way to 10 through your nose only. It sounds a little bit like this. I think that was more than 10, 10 reps. Uh, so we're going to do that and keeping your eyes closed, keeping that, that uh, visualization of the thorn point, the trigger point inside of you. The idea with this is that we are, uh, we're, it's going to sound a little strange, but we're sort of activating it for a second using our breath. So here we go on three, one, two, three. Good. And we're going to do one more time, but this time I want you to imagine just kind of loosening it. If you imagine a thorn, we're kind of loosening it. We're letting it loosen up a little bit. One more time. Three, two, one. Good. And from here, let your breathing fall naturally. And I want you to just feel, you might be a little tiny bit dizzy, but I just want you to feel the difference between the ease in your breath now. And I want you to send some acceptance to that thorn, not judgment of it, but acceptance, accept that it is a part of you. It's there and it can, you can loosen it up. You can, you can ease it out by sending it love, by sending it acceptance, by sending it awareness. All right. It's a very short version, but essentially the idea here, first of all, Bellows breath is, um, has very amazing uh, health benefits if you look it up. But the other thing is when we get into fight or flight, when we get into stress and panic, we forget to actually uh, acknowledge and accept what's happening inside of us. We're so focused on outward proving someone wrong. We're so focused on being dysregulated that we feel overwhelmed in our entire body. And ironically, the, one of the strongest ways to move through it is to isolate it, is to think on it, is to connect to it, to send breath to it, and then ease it a little bit. And we can mirror that in our breath. So how are you two feeling? Did that, was that helpful for you? That was yeah. really good. Although <laughs> every time, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go, you go. So every, every time Tony does something like this, you probably will notice I'll chuckle and it's because we both have a stupid sense of humor. So as soon as he got into talking about the reps, I'm like, your nostril's going to be so buff. Anyway, sorry. I just, I can't help it. 
this is my I like, I'm just imagining. I was like, I had to mute this. I was like, how is this going to sound on like Spotify? Like, <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's going to, it's going to be great. I love, I want someone to listen to it on Spotify and it connects to the wrong speaker in the house and someone in the other room just hears. <laughs> Are you watching porn again? Yes. Third time today. Okay. Um, we're going to, Oh, ah, we're going to, this, I'm just going to take this off. Okay, we're going to, um, <laughs> Amanda has cursed my tech. Um, we're going to jump right into our other segment, which is called the Is It Though Minute, where we just go through all of this weird, crazy shit that's happening right now and ask, is it though? All right, so does anyone want to start? We have one minute. I'm literally timing us. Let's just jump into <laughs> all the crap that we- Pressure. <laughs> yeah, pressure. And we got this funny music playing too. I hope you can hear me. Okay, so I'll start. Like, first of all, we need to, like, everyone says it's normal to uh, show uh, screenshots of, like, Stripe dashboards and PayPal dashboards. I feel like we brought this up last week, but I don't care. I'm doing it again. Um, and I just want to know, is it, though? Is that normal? Uh, it's a little cringe, I guess. Yeah. It's not normal in every end. I mean, you don't see doctors and nurses doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that's where it's weird. Like, if I went into a dentist office and they're like, we made $1 million last year, I'd be like, but can you deal with my cavities? Like, fuck. Anyway, so yes, it's weird. It's it's just, it's weird. Let's just call it weird. It's weird. Yeah. All right, anyone else? We have no time left, but I added another minute. We have a minute left. Tommy <laughs> Hong, the whole minute. I love it. Um, uh, I think it's really interesting with, uh, you know, I'm going to bring this up, like the word vomit where people are like, they, or like a one sentence where they're like, expand your soul. And like a thousand people sign up for the offer and there's no context. There's no context. It's a fucking photo with like, is that <laughs> why? <laughs> is, is it though? Is that good marketing though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think mine, mine's gonna come back to the same thing I said last week, but a little twist to it. Like now I discovered like people are, this is like, Coaches, some are some coaches are now selling loans to take out for their program. Oh my god! And I'm like, hold up, hold up. So you're gonna loan the money, make interest on the money, and pay it back. And like, I'm like, I don't know how I tie it in, but like, is, is that it though? <laughs> I know. Is that? Is that I don't think it's. Know? Yeah, that's so strange. Yeah. I feel like, you know, if somebody was wanting to like, you know, if somebody wants to make something happen, just like you get a, a loan to get a car or a house or whatever, you go to your own bank. Like it's, it's weird when you're knowingly putting an extra debt type thing. Like, it's just weird. It's weird. I think it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, a finance company, a coaching, like, anyway, I just, I, I learned about this this morning. I was like, I mean, I, I see from the financial side of it, but on the flip side of it, I was like, oh, oh, I, I got a lot of questions about this model. <laughs> it feels unethical. And and again, like, I mean, this is this is coming into it because you and I both heard about it this morning going like, oh, but like, yeah, I don't know. It just it, it, it feels it feels weird. Yeah. I mean, guess you'll get your money back that way. But I'm like, anyway, mm. Um, so that was the, is it though, for, for 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> so I love it. Like, like thinking that I could put the three of us into a one minute box. Yeah, what was I, was I thinking? Say, <laughs> here. 
but really important stuff. So, okay, we're we're almost out of time, but let's just let's just um let's just start to wrap this up. So, okay, let's talk about why like what 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 can we do differently, right? Like I think I think we need to start um normalizing um um, like people talking about their emotions, like I statements, like this is how I feel. Like, you know, imagine how different it would be if someone was triggered by a comment and they said something along the lines of like, you know, I really, I respect your opinion. When I read this, I felt super triggered. I felt, I felt like it leaned into something in me and I definitely need to look into that and work through that. Just imagine if that was the comment, right? It would be like, great. Thank you for, I see that. I see what you're saying. Like I see. Yeah, like, I think like the, the, the this is another is it though thing, right? That really kind of gets up the donkey's butt a little bit too. But I think that's that's awesome, right? If we can have those conversations, take that accountability, and say, "Hey, I'm triggered," right? But mm -hmm. the opposite sometimes I see now people are like, "Well, if that if you're triggered, that's a you problem." Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Like, hold up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and can I just play the opposite of that too? This is what's so fun about this, right? The opposite of that too is literally people being triggered by everything. And I think we've, I, you know, I feel really bad for the people who are genuinely, genuinely triggered and dysregulated by things because everyone is triggered by everything now, right? Like, and, and I think it's to the point where it's like, really does does my red shirt trigger you because it brings back memories of the bull that hit you when you were a kid and they were holding a red flag like you know what i mean like should i be dressing differently to like i think we've i mean that's extreme but we've gotten pretty extreme and i think you know that's the thing right is that people are afraid to talk about being triggered because it feels like everyone's triggered by everything now and it's really muddying the waters yeah, yeah. And not to get into this conversation days this is a big big one but yeah. i think mental health has been used against people for so long that people have tied that in like just from my own experience right of going through some you know divorce and working with people who've been through that there were points where you like legitimately it's not a mental health thing it's like you're going through a hard time but when you're going through that and you turn to people like, you know, doctors or whatever, and they want to be like, well, they put all of a sudden they're like, well, she's anxious or, you know, men it comes under this mental health bracket that then gets flipped, especially like in the court system and stuff. So I think there's so many people still not talking about it yeah. and, and not normalizing again, like not everything is a mental health issue. Right. But it's like normalizing the fact that people have emotions. <laughs> Yes, that's not a problem. And, and also normalizing the fact that like we're not always going to be feeling regulated. Like that's mm -hmm. the key here. Like you're you're you know, I think sometimes it's like for years I would beat myself up like why am I why am I all over the place again or why am I not regulated or what like because the, that's being human, right? We're going to have ups and downs. Like the it, happiness is a state of being, it's a state of mind and no one on earth is ever happy. Like is always happy is what I mean. It's dashed ever happy. Um <laughs> and uh and I think we need to we need to start normalizing the ups and downs, right? Like the ups and downs are important. Um, that suppression, right? It's that suppression that causes that, you know, that that causes depression. Let's think about depression. Things like, right? Yeah. So not, like if we just normalized, you know, being able to openly talk about. Which, by the way, they I know, like in Canada, they're doing a great job of this in schools in some places. Like mm -hmm. the stuff my son comes home with, I'm like, ooh, wish I had that in school. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I think like, the more we talk about that. Yeah, it's open and having more of those conversations, the more we regulate them and now then we don't suppress them and we're happy. Yeah, like a healthier society. And, you know, I think 
on that note, um, you know, for anybody who gets a hater, we all get them. Um, you know, it's always more of a reflection of the person saying the thing rather than it is on you because they're they're kind of dumping their internal world externally. So it's kind of fascinating to see, like, you know, if somebody comes on and they're like, you, you're just triggered. It's like, you're actually like pot calling the kettle black because you're clearly triggered enough to post mm. that on here. Like, you know, it's interesting, just kind of the cyclical thing. So yes. kind of coming into it with an open mind and open heart. I think the other thing too, like as business owners, at least, you know, if nothing else, be aware of how you respond because other people will see how you respond. So I think there's that awareness as well. Like, obviously don't be a doormat or like a people pleaser in there because that's not helping anybody either. But if we go in there and we're like, you're just being a jackass, it's like, is that really professional? Like, you know, mm. I'm, I'm all for, <laughs> I'm all for showing up how you want to show up, but it does reflect on you how you choose to respond. If you choose to respond, maybe you're just going to remove the comment and block them. It really depends on the situation. But if you're going to respond, be aware that other people will see it. That is our time for today. Thank you so much for joining us again. Oh my gosh. If you are enjoying this conversation, let us know if you're watching this on Facebook, let us know what can we talk about next? Um, what would you want to hear us talk about? in upcoming episodes um if you're watching or listening to this on apple podcasts or or spotify or wherever the hell we are now um please like like subscribe i guess you can't like maybe no but subscribe um and su subscribe to us on youtube if you're watching us there we'd love to uh continue to make sure you get these episodes as they drop fresh um and leave us a rating leave us a spotify rating Let yes us rate us we want to be rated hopefully in comments we don't like Yes. <laughs> what popped into my head? I want to be, I want to be high rated. Okay. Um, it's dated. Never mind. So uh, we will see you next time where we get together and we always ask the question. Is it, is it though? though?